Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad, and thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, this is my first Tuesday release. I, I normally drop the episodes uh, over the weekend, or lately it's been Monday, but uh, there was a big storm that rolled through Friday night, and it took out my internet. It was down. I mean, you could reboot the whole system, and it would come back for momentary lapses. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it was weird. I hate to be the person that says, I can't live without an internet connection, but I, I think I'm that guy, you know? And this was even with having my regular cell phone with me. It's just not the same when, you know, you want to look something up and you don't want to... It's like building a ship in a bottle when you're trying to do anything productive off of a cell phone. So, man, it's... Uh, when you're in isolation and without connection, then then you're in a dark place. But uh, luckily, luckily we're back. At least I think so. Knock on wood. Andrew Bird has been killing it this week. Actually, this whole lockdown 2020, I'm calling it, is a... Uh, Andrew Bird is just destroying it on his social media. You know, he's just sitting at home, playing all the songs. I I kind of, I'll honestly say that I forgot about Andrew Bird for a second. He is, for those of you that may not know, uh, he is a multi-instrumentalist, uh, violin player, guitar player, uh, commonly known as Dr. String among the kids. But uh, he... He's a prolific musician. Uh, he kind of writes songs and uses words like uh, finger paint. You know, it's just kind of fun sounding things to put together. But there is some some serious stuff in there, too, at least on his latest work. Uh, it's called My Finest Work Yet. And I'll be honest, when I first saw the title, I thought, well, you know, that that's a little bold, you know, but uh, it lives up to the name. I think you should check it out. It's uh, if not if nothing else, just check out the guy's Facebook page. He puts out a post what seems to be every single day, and it's uh, it's quality stuff. He has this little loop contraption, so he starts off a song with a violin and sets that down. The loop thing starts, you know, is still playing it, and by the end, it sounds like he's got a whole band going on, and he makes it look so easy. And I know it's not. So <laughs> Andrew Bird, definitely worth checking out. I, I'm loving his new album, My Finest Work Yet. But you know, it uh, it wasn't all smooth sailing for the music industry last week. We uh, we had a we had a bit of a controversy with Brian Adams. You know, the summer of '69. Uh, what are some other hits of his? Heaven. Uh, he he's he's got a lot of them, and I, when it comes to his music, I'm sort of middle of the road. You know, when I was a kid, growing up, um, summer '69 was like a, a an anthem. You know, it came out in the '80s, and I was I was a big fan. And then later on, as, as you start to listen to more, you know, eclectic or eccentric music, you start to think of Ryan Adams as kind of a cheesy dude. But you know, as as time has gone on. He, he's grown on me, sort of like Richard Marks, you know? Um, but he had a uh, bit of a Instagram meltdown, I think. 
his post caused <laughs> they caused the cancel culture to kind of lose their minds for a second. He he wrote this. Tonight was supposed to be the beginning of a tenancy of gigs at the Royal Albert Hall, but thanks to some effing bat-eating, wet-market, animal-selling, virus-greedy-making bastards, <laughs> the whole world is now on a hold. Not to mention the thousands that have suffered or died from the virus. My message to them, other than thanks a effing lot, is let's... Uh, is go vegan. So as you can imagine, this uh, this sparked quite the outrage. Uh, people have been calling for him just to to be canceled and forgotten. Twitter Twitter blew up over this, and uh, there was a there was an actor that actually wrote something. Uh, Cindy Chu. I'm not familiar with her work, but she had something to say. Uh, she said uh, he was a, quote, super, super racist. Yeah, everybody calling for his, uh, for his resignation, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> some of these are, oh, man, this one. I'm so mad at Brian Adams for his racist, dumb comment that I went into my attic, found the old pair of Bugle Boy jeans from 85, Got his cassette from a pocket and threw it out. Ooh, that's harsh. That's harsh, Choney. What else do we have here? Jesus Christ. Brian Adams just burned his entire legacy to the ground with one post. I grew up listening to this guy. Uh, my mother and aunts were obsessed. Shame. A real damn shame. Today I learned that Brian Adams and Ryan Adams are not the same person. Okay, well, that one's pretty funny, Molly. I'll give you that one. But um, I don't know. I look back, and as you probably know, I'm a little biased. I'm vegan, so I, uh, I kind of look out for my fellow vegans here. I don't want to see them just get bashed over nothing. And when I'm reading this, I don't really see anything racist about it. I mean, he does essentially say that the cause of the coronavirus was the Wuhan wet market in China. But from the research I've done, it doesn't seem as though there's a lot of dispute on that. I mean, I, I think the authorities can't say 100% for sure it came from this guy on this day having bat soup, but uh, they seem to be... You know, like if it was a bed, it wouldn't be a lock, but it, it would be, you know, you'd feel confident going in. He did try to apologize, Brian Adams. He, he tried to do the right thing. Uh, he says, quote, apologies to any that took offense to my posting yesterday. No excuse. I just wanted to have a rant about the horrible animal cruelty in these wet markets uh, being the possible source of the virus and to promote veganism. I have love for all people, and my thoughts are with everyone dealing with this pandemic around the world. So that seems to me a heartfelt uh, heartfelt apology, but apparently not enough. <laughs> He's not alone on this, though. You know, he uh, Paul McCartney was on Stern uh, talking about how it was pretty much barbaric to uh, to have wet markets where there's live animals being slaughtered. Uh, I've there's some that even slaughter dogs. It's uh, it's pretty horrific. 
Brian Adams made a an emotional post, you know, but uh, it, it wasn't racist. He didn't call out a race. Um, whenever the president was in the uh, Rose Garden holding a press briefing, and I forget what the question was, but there was an Asian reporter that asked him a question, and he said, I don't know, why don't you go ask China? That's racist. Uh, you know, that's that's kind of the, the difference there. I'm speaking to the cancel culture <laughs> as if they listen uh, to my show. But um, I don't know. I think sometimes just the truth itself can be offensive. Um, but I get it because uh, Brian Adams, he's been vegan for a long time, much longer than me. And uh, sometimes that frustration can build, you know, because being vegan is like you're the guy in the horror movie. Uh, that knows the monster is there and no one believes you. They, they all think you're crazy and they just ask you where you get your protein. So I, I get it. Like it, um, you can sometimes snap. I've snapped. Uh, luckily not online yet. Maybe one day. Yeah, but the everybody is warning against these things. The WHO, World Health Organization, um, they're called zoonotic diseases. These are diseases that jump from one species to another. And uh, I found an article that was uh, 21 British scientists are uh, trying to get people to take this more seriously. In fact, they've got a uh, campaign going on right now, No Meat May. But the point they bring up is that the the slaughterhouses in the West are really no better. You know, they uh, if you look at all the really big concentrations of the C-19 right now. There's, if, if you're running a meat packing plant, there's a really good chance that it's infected by coronavirus. And um, they can't even get people to work at the, uh, at the meat factories anymore. The, uh, it's uh, because they're all getting sick. I look at the factory farming plants right now, almost as uh, like um, nuclear power plants you know, waiting to go, waiting to blow up. And it's just, uh, it's no surprise. I think Mother Nature is telling us, uh, you know, stop stop treating the world like a drive through I think in 50 years it'll be like, kind of like the way that smoking is looked at now. You know, an actual cigarette, like someone smoking. If someone were to spark up in a, a restaurant uh, a cigarette 20, 30 years ago, it really wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Uh, I remember that time. There was smoking sections and non-smoking sections, if you were lucky, back in the uh, 80s and 90s. So I think it's going to be the same thing, or we're going to destroy the planet. I don't know. Hopefully, you know. This is a good time to start the seven-day vegan challenge. It's uh, it's still out there. It's still going strong. <laughs> I'll post that episode link in the show notes along with all the other fun stuff. Uh, I got a playlist, um, some ways that you can contact me on social media. I want to thank everybody who has been doing that. If you want to do me a real solid, you can uh, just tell a friend. Uh, tell them, check out the Coffee Buzz. They can catch up on all the episodes at thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. Thank you so much, and I will talk to you next week.